Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Project Hourglass podcast. My name is Sean and it's been almost two weeks since I recorded a podcast, so I'm actually really glad I could say those lines without any stutter. Anyway, today I want to give you a value-packed episode. Like I said, if you watch all the way to the end or if you listen throughout towards the end, I'm going to tell you something super special that I haven't told anyone about just yet. And especially if you want to lose five kilos to start feeling leaner, confident, stronger, learn about nutrition and training as well. You'll want to watch towards the end or listen towards the end because I'm going to show you what the details are on that. But all I can say right now is I'm getting a lot of people inquiring and asking me questions about how can they start to lose weight, especially when it comes to December. Now, there's two ways you can start to think about this. Oh, it's December and I'm just going to wait till 2024. Or you're going to start taking action now so that you can start to feel better when it comes to 2024. Because at the moment I'm recording this episode, it is, if I'm wrong, it's the 11th of December. So it's really tempting for you to be like, oh, I'll just do it later because I've got some Christmas parties. I've got social events to go to. It can be very tempting to delay. But let me ask you these simple questions first. It's now December 11th, 2023. How far have you gotten to your fitness goals? Did you set something out in January 1st and did you actually get closer to it? Or do you feel like you're getting further away from that goal and it makes you anxious so you're trying to wait for the perfect time once again? That's exactly what I want to talk to you about because the perfect time doesn't happen. You actually have to look for it. And that's why I put so much emphasis on making sure that you change the way you see things or change the way how you think and the way you see things will also change too. That's why I spend so much time and I'm talking from experience because I'm not perfect, but I'm talking from experience when I say set some time aside, five minutes in your day, it doesn't take you long, it could even take you 60 seconds if you do this efficiently to actually work on your mindset and find out what you need to make changes of in this day. But I wanna talk about the things that you need to do and how you can start to lose kilos, five kilos should I say, before 2024, or on set for 2024. And these are probably not going to be your typical like eat this and train that. It might be, but I want you to take this seriously because no matter how good an experience you might be, if you take these three things into action, and why would I lie? I find you will get a further journey out of yourself and you'll start to realize what you could do and how much more different you could actually get of a result with your journey as well. Because maybe in the past you've done this before and you've gone for like six days a week and then you're like, oh, I'm burnt out now, I don't want to do anymore. Maybe you've gone really, really hard on making sure you followed this restrictive diet for 12 weeks and then on the 13th week you just, you know, you ate 30 brownies in one day. It happens, okay? I've actually heard a lot about these things, especially when it comes to like bodybuilding prep. Uh, that's the previous life of my own where people would actually, you know, go through extensive amounts of comp prep and then afterwards, I just never want to do it again. Rightfully so, not my lifestyle, but that highly restrictive diet can only last so long because it's unrealistic. So what I want to talk about is how you can start to actually lose the five kilos and keep it off in 2024. And tip number one is obviously going to be consistency. You're probably thinking to yourself, oh, I'm like, Sean, come on. You've said consistency so many times. Nine people on the street would say consistency. But I want to actually define what does consistency mean? Because consistency is not what you think it might be. 
When I talk to people, they think that consistency is going to the gym six days a week for the rest of their lives. And if you can do that, great. You're probably not listening to this podcast anyway or on this live right now. Because we want you to realize, and I want you to realize, that we're talking about reality here. And reality is talking about making sure you have something that's going to allow you to still balance your life. If you're listening to this and you're like, but pro bodybuilders do it, I'm going to ask you the same question. Are you a pro bodybuilder? Probably not, because I don't attract pro bodybuilders. I'm not a pro bodybuilder. I don't train six days a week. The best thing that you can do when it comes to consistency is thinking about how can you do this for potentially the rest of your life. If that means it's two days per week for the rest of your life and you're training pretty efficiently and also effectively, go, that's great. If you're thinking about doing five days per week and you can do it effectively without burning yourself out by the fifth day, then great job, let's keep that up. What I tell a lot of people is try and think of doing three to four days and actually keeping consistent with this across time. It may mean that some weeks you only get two or three days, and it may mean that you'll get some days of three and four. But as long as you're not going back down to zeros and ones and fours, zeros, ones and fours, you may as well meet yourself halfway through and do two days per week. So I like to tell people being consistent is easier than you think. And I actually released a reel a few days ago, and I can't take credit if I was inspired by another content creator, but you are actually consistent in what you do. You're just consistently doing the wrong things. And I don't mean that in like I'm stabbing you and being cheeky about it, but we are. We are consistently always going back to our old ways. We're consistently always saying, I don't have time for that. But if you were just to change your frame of mind once again and start to think, how can I be consistent but different to what I was? That's something I want to leave you with. The second one is, let's see if I can actually read my own writing because I try to take notes as I do these lives, um, especially since um, I can't read my own writings. Ah, there we are. I got it now. And it says, stop training for calories. So number two, after being consistent, is to stop training for calories. I used to work in so many gyms where they give you this belt that you wear across your chest. I'm like, how many calories can you burn in a session? And we can start to see their heart rates. First of all, it was really funny because you get some people who are like, I'm not showing up on the screen and they're just jumping and running and jumping and running and they're just not doing it. So they just stop. I'm like, why would you stop? It's like, oh, I'll start registering my, on my belt anyway. So I'll just come back tomorrow. You might as well, you might as well just ditch the belt and forget about it. I don't like to encourage people to train for calories when it comes to their training because it doesn't show the direct correlation to what their progress might be. To be able to be, training for calories anyway, you also have to be somewhat effective, but it doesn't track things like how good are you moving, the strength output that you're producing, it doesn't uh, determine like your um, injury prevention as well. There's so many more things that you can work apart from training calories. Now, if we were to actually still use this in the scientific world as well, training for calories only accounts for somewhere between 10 and 15% of the calories that you burn throughout the day. There's so many other things that burn it, and one of them is actually just your basal metabolic rate. And this is actually you sitting at rest, listening to me on this live, watching my podcast, listening to my podcast, driving your car, basically almost doing next to nothing. Those are the ways that you can start to see more calories burnt because your basal metabolic rate works when you're at rest. So how do you start to boost that number up? Is actually by producing more lean body mass. 
lean body mass, or should I say lean body muscle, lean muscle mass, whatever you want to call it, that's going to increase your metabolism. And how do you increase your metabolism? Is oh, Sorry, how do you increase your lean body mass, lean body muscle mass? That's going to be by strength training. So getting stronger, moving effectively, partial and full range of motions, and making sure that you can do more sets, more reps effectively, while also even having prolonged rest periods will help you do this. So that's another thing to debunk when it comes to training for calories. And there's only so far that you can get. I've worked in gyms since I was 21, so it's 10 years now. And every single time there always happens to be an expiry date on people who are doing training for calories based workouts, no matter what it is. And it's always going to happen to the end of days, basically, because it's going to have a shelf life before you've done too many jumps, before you haven't strengthened any joints, you've landed wrong. And unfortunately, it does get pitched to the wrong demographic of people too. Now, personally for me, like I'm 31 now, I can't be jumping every single day, every single day of the week. It hurts my knees, it hurts my back, it hurts my soul. So should you be doing it too? I would say for yourself, complementing it with a structured strength program is going to be far more effective for you, not even just in the short term, but also in the long term, because now you're going to start seeing muscle definition, less risk of injuries, and probably, or should I say definitely, an increased amount of lean muscle mass as well. Yes, Tan, it hurts my soul physically. The last one that I'm going to say is no more diets. Now, I'm saying this because people talk to me like, what's the best, what's the best new diet coming on? And they want to get the results fast. That's so be it. That's okay. But I want to talk, to about, talk about in detail what it actually means to actually get results. Because if you remember this one saying, you always know that you're going to make progress. It's that, it's that if you never quit, you've never failed. Because if you never quit, you never fail, you're inevitably going to hit your goal. Even if you keep doing the wrong thing continuously and you just never quit and you keep doing it, eventually, and hopefully, you're doing the right thing, you're going to find out why is it not working and how can I make it better. So even if you jump from keto to the next diet to the next diet, if you never quit, you've never failed because eventually you're going to find yourself along the right way. Why do I say this? Because I'm talking from experience when I say this, okay? You could probably start with the worst diets possible. I started with clean eating. It was literally like no deep fried food, no sugar, steamed food only, no fun, no flavor, and absolutely horrible. It started to make my energy drop. It started to see myself actually not build enough muscle. And honestly, it just stalled me for so long. I also was such in a restrictive frame of mind that every time I went out with friends, the only thing I could eat would be, hey, can I please grab a steak and veggies? No chips, no salt, no pepper, no fun. Okay, I'm being serious here. So clean eating, that's one thing that where I started from. For yourselves here, if you happen to always work with diets in the past, could be the liquid diet or whatever it might be, I want you to start thinking about how can you start to make your lifestyle more realistic now. It could be the fact that you no longer want to drink alcohol. I don't drink alcohol. But what is the realistic lifestyle for you? If you're drinking, you know, a glass of wine every single night and you're seeing yourself not getting results, then you could probably start to think about how can I reduce my wine intake? I know people in the past who were telling me like, oh, I drink about 
you know, a bottle a night. And I was like, do you think that's going to help you get to your goals? Like, I don't see why not if I train hard enough. Until they find out and realize that it's not going to happen. Then they need to find out that balance between, well, maybe I should start to reduce A so I can get more at a B. For yourself right now, do you think that you're going to cut every single carbohydrate out in your life that you're going to be able to sustain that forever? If you said yes, then you're in denial <laughs> because you need to understand that you're probably going to have a glass of whatever it might be with carbohydrates like a juice. You might want to have a Tim Tam here and there. You might want to have you know, a handful of lollies here and there. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the overconsumption of those that are not going to be in line with your goals. So what are you able to do? I want you to think about no more diets and then changing your lifestyles. If you think that you need to, I'll talk about sleep, that you need to always sleep at 2 a.m. because you're not a morning person, then you might need to think about that. And right now in the comments section, we have someone say, I gave up rice for six months, definitely not sustainable. No, maybe if you grew up in a life where you'd never ate rice, that could be sustainable. But for, my, for myself, I'm never going to live that life. Noodles, rice, any of those stuff, that's part of my heritage, that's part of me. And I don't teach you to never have it. And I want you to make sure you, you look at the cost of your health. And the last reel that I actually released talked about making sure that you can make it fit how, but healthily. So you might have alcohol in your life. I'm not saying don't ever drink. I'm saying how can you make it fit with your health and also your goals too. Now you have to make your bed and sleep in it at the end of the day. Don't expect yourself to be the fittest person in the world if you're drinking six bottles of wine every single night. Just saying, okay? Don't expect yourself to be the leanest person in the world if you're going to be smashing four bowls of rice with you know, pork belly every single night. Just saying. But we want to think about how can we make it fit and how can we make it also work with our life and our health as well. So everything's about the how mentality. Things I never eat, well, I don't have a list unless it's stuff I really don't like, like organs. Don't eat organs. So stop thinking about diets and start thinking about how can you make long-term sustainable changes. If you're a person who keeps saying that you snack, well, that's something that's probably not going to be sustainable. How can we change and reframe our frame of mind? So you can start to think, okay, I have a lunchbox rule. This is actually working really well for people who keep thinking they don't have time to eat and they can only eat snacks. Have a lunchbox rule. That lunchbox, you need to, acu you need to account for all the macros, or the protein, carbs, and fats that you might need to eat in a certain bracket of your day, like a work shift. And then you're going to make sure that is a zero lunchbox, like your zero email rule. You always want to make sure that that lunchbox is empty, then you can start to have a meal afterwards from there. Anyway, those are the tips that I wanted to give you when it came to losing five kilos in 2024. Can you sustain those right now? Well, let's talk about it. Consistency. Can you train for an actual amount of time without thinking that you have to give up? Can you train for two days a week consistently for the next 10 weeks? If you can, then let's make it three afterwards. You don't need to jump straight into it. The next thing after that is making sure you don't train for calories, but actually starting to train efficiently. If you're training for calories, then you're only getting the short-term burn, but you're not actually getting a long-term earn. You want to make sure that you can boost your metabolism by having more lean muscle mass, which is going to give you that toned look as well, might I add. But you can also eat more food without gaining more fat. The last one I'm talking about is no more diets. 
Stop thinking about diets and start thinking about sustainable change. Like we mentioned inside the podcast itself, you could give up rice for six months. How fun would that be? Probably not very. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. So how do we start to make sustainable changes? Maybe you could start to work on how we can start making rice more effective for you. How can we start reducing or increasing certain things to still levers here and there to make your training more effective? So those are the three things that I want to leave with you. Now, if you're still listening to this, I have got something I want to share for you right now. So you're going to be the first people to learn about this. I am doing a six-week challenge in January to help you get closer to your goals for 2024. Now, if you want to know more about this, you will be able to also get December for free as well. So this starts on the 8th of January, but if you want to jump on it right now and get the most time in December so that when it comes to January 8th, you can get basically a head start and get the most out of it, you will be able to do that. You just need to comment inside this post and say, I am ready and I'll do that for you. What are you going to get included? You're going to get access to my app. You're going to get access to me. You're going to access to my portal, access to my cookbooks, and also access to training as well. So everything that you need to succeed is going to be in there. If you want to get the most out of it right now, I do have an early bird special, and I'll tell you about those. You just need to comment, and then after that, I can let you know about the details, okay? Thank you, everyone, for once again taking, uh, well, jumping on this live, honestly. It's been really cool. I'm live in four different places, and I will hopefully be able to be live every single day once again, but I'm just going to stick it to Monday to Friday, okay? Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of the Project Hourglass podcast. Take care, everyone, and if you want to see this podcast grow or help my dream of my podcast growing, please make sure you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Take a screenshot and send it to me so I can thank you personally. Take care, everyone. Thank you once again, and I'll see you tomorrow.